Hi everyone, welcome to episode 3 of ST. We are excited about today's topic, but before we get started, we will share a little bit of something that we've kind of done over the past week. After the second episode, I guess I can go first. So I didn't do anything super exciting over the week. It was just a lot of work and I am preparing to move into my new apartment. So that's pretty much all I did. I think that's very exciting. You're moving into a new apartment. Are you excited? So excited. It's an upgraded um, apartment compared to where we were at first. So yeah, I'm excited. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. I love that for you. Congratulations. Thank you. What about you? Uh, So this week at work, um, we just found out that we're getting the bio bio real peel. Repeal. (laughs) I don't even know the name of it. Bio repeal blue? Or are you doing the gold too? I don't know. I think... I think gold and blue because all yeah. the trainings, they were like explained what the blue and gold mm-hmm. were. I don't know if they do that for everyone. Yeah. But I had, I don't know. I would assume that we're doing both. Right. But... Do you know the difference? Yeah. Okay. Blue is for? The face. Face, yes. And then gold is for the body. Yes. Or um, if someone has super pitted like acne scarring, you can use the gold in super, super small portions to oh. fix that. Mm-hmm. Do you do you have the gold? I don't. I just do the blue. There's a lot of good results with the blue. I think maybe I'll add the gold, but for now, any body treatments or chemical peels, I use other brands for. Yeah, I feel like body treatments, it's like a whole other thing in itself. Like people Mm -hmm. wouldn't really think to do that. Right. And it's a lot of money. So for inventory wise, I'm just going to stick with the face for now. And then maybe down the road, I'll do gold. Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So we have our training next week and we do a live model and I'm guessing we do it on each other Mm -hmm. and um, we have like a live webinar thing. So it's not really like a in-person training. I don't Mm -hmm. really know how they do it. So when I got BioRepeal, I think this was maybe, do you remember when I first told you I was purchasing it? This was months ago. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So I literally always research other um, other things I can add to my suite. So I remember seeing one esthetician. She's in Modesto, California, I think. And I remember she posted it, but you know how it comes out in the syringe. I thought it looked super cool. So I ordered it. They didn't really do any training. They sent me this Google Drive where it shows you videos, yeah. um, but it's enough mm-hmm. for you to learn. So I watched all those videos like over and over on repeat and then I did it on myself and then I did it on a model and it's honestly, you'll love it. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. So we'll see how it goes. But we got the same Google Drive and mm-hmm. they said it's like a live webinar thing. So I don't know. Maybe that's just mm-hmm. training. Yeah, 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 you'll love it. It's yeah. literally one of the most popular chemical peels that are on the market in the aesthetics world. So I feel like sooner or later, every esthetician is going to offer it. Yeah, I'm excited. So retinol is a vitamin A derivative. It's used to boost collagen and elastin production, and it's really working underneath the skin. So it gets in the deeper layers of the epidermis and the dermis, and it works from the inside out. So a lot of people get discouraged a lot of the times because they use their retinol and they say they don't see the results right away. It's not the type of ingredient that you will be seeing right away. So retinol is in the vitamin A family and you can get a tretinoin, which is more pure version of vitamin A. It works directly on the skin. It doesn't have to be processed by your skin. Um, skin cells, it, it completely is straight up 
retinoic acid so it really works right away that's why when you do get it prescribed by dermatologists those seem to work a little bit faster the downside to that is you do end up getting um, reactions sometimes or inflammation redness flakiness um, so uh, retinol isn't necessarily a, an exfoliant for the skin really what it does is it speeds up skin cell turnover so Pretty much um, the reason why people say get a facial every month, it takes 28 days for skin cells to completely regenerate and make new cells. So when you're using a retinol, what it does is it speeds that process up, in turn smoothing out the skin, smoothing out fine lines, wrinkles, and really helping with acne control as well. Acne is really caused by the clogging of the pores. So an acne prone person, their skin cells shed five times faster than a normal person or a dry or non-acne prone person. So when you're incorporating a retinol in your routine, it really helps speed up that skin cell turnover so that pore doesn't get the chance to clog and so that it can regenerate itself. Nice. Nicely yeah. done. Nicely said. Very yeah. smart. Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of all over the place with this, but pretty much it, it's mm -hmm. one of the best ingredients you can use for yeah. anti-aging. Have you ever used a tretinoin or like a prescription grade? I haven't. I want to just to see what it's all about, but I'm in love with my current retinol and I see results with that. And like I said earlier, I feel like a lot of people get discouraged when they're using a retinol because they want to see those results. But this is an ingredient you have to use every single night. You can't skip it. I mean, when you first start off, I always recommend to my clients to start off using it maybe once or twice a week and then doing every other day or just doing three times a week. That way their skin gets used to it. If there is any inflammation, redness, patchiness or anything, they can kind of yeah, take a break from it for a second yeah. and um, and then kind of get their skin used to it and then continue to use it. But really this a retinol should be uh, gentle enough to be used every single day. Mm -hmm. And a lot of um, retinols, they have like different strengths of them, like the Zeo Skin Health one, and I'm sure a lot of other ones too. Um, I've just worked with a lot of Zeo products, so I know like it'll start with 0 0.25, 0 0.5, and then like 1%. So really you want to ease your way and build up to it. It's not going to be in our best interest to just start off with a 1% strength retinol. You're going to have really bad anticipated reactions. You're going to have a lot of flakiness, and you're really going to do more damage than you will do good. Mm -hmm. um, so starting off with the 0.25 and like weaning your way up to it and building up to it, a stronger one, that's really your best way to go. Um, just for so you don't have to deal with the side effects of having flaky skin. And most of the time, people do still have those reactions with the lower percentages, especially if they're just getting into, you know, skincare and taking care of their skin and their skin's not used to that like chemical exfoliation on their face. Um, it's just going to be an adjustment regardless. So it's, that's why it's so important to choose a good quality product, because if you're using low quality, you're just going to have way worse reactions and you probably aren't even going to get a great benefit if you get your retinols at Marshall's or if you get them at, you know, Target. You're just doing more damage than you will be doing good. No, I agree because um, you really have to be careful on what products you choose. We can kind of go, go more into detail in another episode about product uh, efficacy or 
the strength of the ingredients that are in each product because the reason why we we believe in the products we use in our treatment rooms is because we know that it's made with quality products versus something you can get at the drugstore that has fragrance versus you know pure retinol retinoic acid and all of that uh, another thing I wanted to add to what you just said is a lot of people that do happen to maybe see a dermatologist first for the retinol, they kind of get scared away with that tretinoin. So tretinoin is straight up vitamin A. It is retinoic acid, so it doesn't have to be broken down in the skin. It works straight away. And um, a lot of the times that can be too much for someone that doesn't really have a good skin barrier or is too dry for it and doesn't have all the supporting ingredients at home to make sure their skin is healthy and moisturized. So I definitely recommend that if you want to start off with the retinol, get something that's not prescription strength and then work your way up. Someone like me that I've been using retinol for years now, I think maybe it's time for me to maybe try out a tretinoin, but not everyone has to get it prescribed. You can get something through your esthetician and it can be just as effective. The only thing is retinol technically works a little bit slower and I like to say maybe you see your results in about six months, but if you're using it every day, you can see the results even quicker than that. I guess I can kind of talk about what I use and why I love it so much. So I use, of course, Skin Better Science Alpha Ret, and technically it's not a retinol. It is um, a retinoid and an AHA mixed together, and it's a super complex compounded molecule and formula that they've made. So typically a straight retinoid is very like aggressive and harsh on your skin, but the way that Skin Better made it with these calming properties like squalene, ceramides, hyaluronic acid, um, niacinamide, and green tea extract, it's made it so it can still have that benefit, but still being calm on your skin. And I've been like blown away by the results of it because every retinol that I've used in the past or like super strong, you know, exfoliant on my skin or vitamin A on my skin, it's been, I've had like the worst, like my skin flakes and flakes and it takes forever to like adjust. And then if I miss like a day or two, I feel like I have to like work my way back up and go through all that again. So I was really impressed by it. And I was, I was so shook that I really didn't have any reaction not one reaction to it. It didn't even feel spicy on my skin when I put it's it on. It's so gentle. Yeah. Honestly, so you use just regular Alpharet serum? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the thing about Skin Better Science, they have three different types or is yeah. it just two? Yep. So I use clearing serum because I'm oily and acne prone, but um, clearing serum has salicylic acid, glycolic acid, and retinol. A lot of people would say do not mix those, but they formulated it so gently and so... I mean, it's such a great brand. If you don't know about Skin Better Science, I recommend you check out their website. But they formulate these products so well that it doesn't give you a reaction and you can use it every night. And it's amazing for anyone that's acne prone. I definitely recommend that one to all of you that are maybe more on the oily or acne prone side. And it also has vitamin C in it, which typically, you know, you're not supposed to mix the two together. That's like one thing you learn in esthetician school is never mix the two. But since it's such a high form quality of the molecules, they, they're able to mix it together. So you're still getting that antioxidant protection with the vitamin C, which is super unheard of. 
And if you see like a vitamin C and a retinol combined like at Target or something, don't buy it because mm-hmm. it's not it's not good quality. Or don't mix the ingredients on your own. Like don't yeah. say, okay, well, this bottle has it. Let me get a glycolic acid retinol. Like you will burn your skin off. And another thing I want to add too is the reason why you want to use um, is it can cause a reaction in the sun. So if you were to use your retinol in the morning, it can make you dry and irritated. And then say you're out in the sun, it'll probably enhance that even more, obviously with direct UV light. Another reason too, I mean, I've heard people say, well, I've used my retinol in the mornings and nothing happened. It can be broken down by UV lights. So UV rays or UV lights, it can break down the retinol, making it not work so much. So you're essentially wasting your products. And another um, thing to that as well is uh, your skin cells kind of regenerate more at nighttime once you're like in your REM sleep and your body's literally kind of recovering itself so it's just kind of best to do it at that time when you're sleeping love that and i learned that the hard way when i was in high school and i didn't really know much about skincare at all i just heard that using retinol was good and so i just went to ulta bought a random retinol that looked good and it was like a peter thomas roth one and i used it in the morning and it was like in the winter so it was so dry and cold out and my skin was already i'm already dry girly so and that's literally all i put on my skin and so my skin was burning so bad and it was so red and i thought i was having an allergic reaction to it so i just threw it away and i didn't even like give it a chance how old were you i was in like maybe a freshman in high school oh my gosh that's a little early yeah i mean okay so i always recommend starting your retinol in your 20s so once we enter 20s specifically like 24 25 years old our collagen production starts decreasing by one to two percent every year which is why obviously as we age um we get those fine lines and wrinkles literally our collagen production slows down Um, So that's why you want to introduce your skin to retinol. So if you're listening and you haven't done it and you're in your 20s or in your 30s, it's not too late. Just get on it now. But that's a little that's a little early. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I just yeah thought I knew it all. I mean, hey, like you you were trying your best and you heard that it was good for your skin and you were just trying to do that. Another I feel like misconception too with retinol is people think it thins your skin out and I mean I guess I can see where it comes from if you feel like your skin gets irritated or flaky really what it's doing it's it's making your skin stronger so it's boosting that collagen production it's really helping that collagen and and elastin and which is why your skin is literally smoothing out those fine lines and wrinkles it's making your the underneath of your skin, skin stronger So don't be afraid of retinol. You just have to use what really works for your skin and don't use something that will constantly give you reactions. Not everyone's favorite product will be your favorite product or will work well for your skin, but I promise you there is something out there for everyone. Yeah, and I will say if your skin is like damaged though or like maybe you've had like if your skin is super over exfoliated or if your skin is just not in the right condition if your skin is super crazy dry and you've never used anything for skincare I would start with the moisturizer just the Mm -hmm. basics first get your skin healthy and ready to take on retinol or any vitamin a and then you'll have the best results because if your skin is already raw 
you don't want to put. Yeah. And I mean, if you're not using moisturizing ingredients in your routine, you're not, you shouldn't be using retinol, period. Because I feel like a lot of people too don't understand that usually your skin is not sensitive. You're just not providing your skin the right ingredients for it to be functioning the way it should, you know? it's not normal for your skin to always feel dry. If you feel dry and flaky, you're missing something in your routine, whether that's lack of water that you're not drinking or you're not giving your skin the right ingredients for it to really function the way it should. So I always say visit an esthetician if you truly feel like your skin's always raw and you know, don't keep using products, don't keep experimenting at home really visit a professional that way we can really help you take all the guesswork out of it and really tell you what you need i have a question for you yeah what are your thoughts on retinol and pregnant women oh so i always say it's up to the pregnant woman honestly because the reason why it says not pregnancy safe people um, formulating these ingredients like they don't want to test on who wants to test on pregnant women you know yeah. they don't want to risk the chance to harm that baby in any way because it's a baby you know why why would they want to get involved with that with lawsuits so there's not a lot of testing but I know a lot of people that continue to use the retinols during pregnancy yeah I know an esthetician that uses alpha ret while she's pregnant and she always mm -hmm. preaches about using it like pregnant women are totally fine to use mm -hmm. it and of course our skincare rep our skin better science rep says you're not allowed to use it on pregnant women it's mm -hmm. just a formality she has to say so it's honestly just to keep yourself safe mm -hmm. and you know if you're pregnant and you're not comfortable with using these chemicals then you don't have to but I honestly, if I were to be pregnant, I'll probably continue to oh, use same. my retinol. <laughs> yeah. I probably wouldn't use tretinoin, but a retinol like Skin Better, it's not going to do any harm, I don't think. But to each their own, I just feel like there's not a lot of studies that are backed up with the pregnancy and, you know, using the retinol. So they just kind of have to say it's not pregnancy safe. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's a hot take. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I said, even if you're 30, if you're listening to this, if you're over your 20s, it's not too late to start your routine. And it is one of the best products to use for anti-aging and also for acne prone. Um, a little fun fact, retinol was actually made for acne clients to clear their skin and then they realized hey all these people that are using the retinol their wrinkles went away so i mean it does soften and smooth them mm -hmm. obviously and because you're building more collagen yeah and it like gives your skin a nice plump effect and it mm -hmm. also um makes your skin lighter and brighter so all your sunspots well not all but most of them will lighten quite a bit mm -hmm. yeah definitely gonna get a lightening effect and that comes in with that whole skin cell turnover because obviously that that pigment is in deeper layers of your skin. So if you have any melasma or hyperpigmentation from the sun or acne marks, when you're using that retinol and you're speeding up your skin cells um, regeneration process, that's why it lightens up that pigment because it's literally removing those top layers of skin. No, you won't notice it like a regular exfoliator, but it's happening and the more you use it the more results you'll see from it you just have to stay consistent yeah there's so many so much information on retinols and mm -hmm. the benefits of it and do's and don'ts so if you're ever getting a treatment done or an invasive treatment done a chemical peel anything make sure that you contact your provider and ask mm -hmm. them if you should be using your retinol up until your appointment or if 
look online and see if you should. Usually the rule of thumb is you should stop using any retinols before your chemical peels. Mm -hmm. Some are different though, um, like the Zeo Skin Health, the three-step peel, it's different. That brand is very exfoliant heavy and retinol like heavy. So they actually say to prep your skin at least four to six weeks beforehand with the retinol um, up until your appointment. So you want to make sure your skin is nice and exfoliated, which I mean, you'll get great results from it. It's just very aggressive and that's not typical for a lot of chemical peels. Yeah, that's that's a good point too because I, I get some clients that have come in and have visited us or t- other estheticians and everyone does something differently. So really pay attention to what your provider is telling you because we are trying to prevent any harm to your skin. We're, we're giving you a, the advice for a reason. I also want to add to that too, um, if you are going to purchase a retinol that is not provided by your, your esthetician, just know that not every product is made the same. What we are recommending to you, we are doing that because we know how that product works and we know it works well. So I in my life have only like three retinols. I retail only one right now. Um, And I always recommend people on Skin Better Science, but not every product is made the same. So if you are on a retinol that you just purchase randomly and, you know, you know nothing about, you don't know the ingredients, it's probably not working because it's not made with quality ingredients. I think we kind of said that earlier, but I just wanted to reiterate. Mm -hmm. Very good point. Listen to your providers, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to talk about our ics. Our biggest icks as estheticians. Let's get into it, shall we? <laughs> we okay. shall. All right. So I guess we can kind of go back and forth and give one and then you give one. Okay. So I like that. my top one is no call, no shows. Mm, mm-hmm. That's bad. Yeah. So icky. I want to say, icky, icky, icky. Oh my gosh. I know. Like, I want to say everyone that's my current client, nobody, nobody has ever done that to me. My clients have been very respectful and I understand things pop up, but these no call, no shows, thankfully, I've only had maybe about five in the time that I've opened my business, but each of those people have never come in. Like they booked the appointment, they reserved it, and they just never showed up. No explanation, not that anybody owes me an explanation, but they just never showed up. And there I was prepared for the appointment. Yeah, that's pretty rough. It's Some people, unfortunately, just don't have they just don't know and they just don't have mm-hmm. the respect of this is our time. This is how we make our income right. and the hour spent is our money and our income going down the drain. So we don't get paid. If you don't show up, then we don't get paid. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very disrespectful. But do you have – you don't have a cancellation policy in place, do you? I do. So mainly this happened my first year in business. So thankfully this year I don't think I've had any no-call sh- no-shows. Um, but – At the time, I was very, very lenient with my no-show policy. So I'm just a good person in general. So I kind of was like, oh my gosh, I hope they're okay. But some of them I would literally see posting online like nothing was wrong. So I'm like, "Mm, that's a little weird. Yeah. Sometimes you can like give your clients a one pass and then, okay, the next time. It's usually if you have like reoccurring clients, you kind of pick up a pattern Mm -hmm. with those people and you don't really – at that point, I would just fire them as a client yeah. and not have them come back or they just won't come back. So. See, I would have been willing to work it out with them. Like if there right. was truly an emergency, that's fine. I get it. You know, things happen in life. 
but you just missed out on a good service and meeting me but whatever yeah <laughs> best part is meeting you right <laughs> um yeah really at my new space we really implement the uh, um, cancellation policy mm-hmm. and i feel like it's much more like i haven't gotten no showed before so oh, that's um good. yeah but places that don't implement the cancellation policy i mean that happens i wouldn't say like all the time but it was pretty often that mm-hmm. it would happen like a few times a week I do think it happened more at my spa job that I used to have. There used to be a lot more no-call, no-shows because I was located in a hotel. So it was a lot easier for that to happen. And I guess sometimes I didn't really mind when it happened because it was like a free hour and you still got paid for it. But a lot of the times people will cancel their card so they won't get charged. So I wouldn't get paid. Yeah, and some people, they would put like a expired card in or mm. like set our card that like didn't yeah. you know actually work or something but most of the time they work so mm-hmm. we still run it up okay <laughs> my next icky is when oh so when a client this kind of i mean kind of goes off yours but when a client is late or um they show up exactly on time so that sounds kind of annoying mm-hmm. but you know when you're ready for your appointment to start Typically, like you want them to be there like at least five to 10 minutes early so you can start at their start time. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's me in general, like people being late. I'm always an early person to anything. Like mm-hmm. I get anxiety, like I have to be early to everything. So I just think if you're on, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like I feel rushed when I'm like getting them in, in the door and I'm like, don't even get to start them until like, you know, by the time they're undressed and changed into their robe or whatever, you're already like five minutes or 10 minutes into it. And it takes a while. Yeah. It cuts into your service time. So it's just an ick. So get to your appointments early. Mm -hmm. I agree. And sometimes like genuinely, sometimes people get out of work and they come straight to me and that's fine. If you're, if you're late, I will squeeze in as much time as I can Fortunately, sometimes I do um, put in recovery time, which means like I I add an extra 30 minutes to my client's uh, appointment in case they do have that running late time. But sometimes I am booked back to back. And unfortunately, I don't have that extra wiggle room for that. Yeah. So it happens. We get it. If it's a reoccurring thing, just move your appointment time. If you know you can't make it at that time, just move your appointment to a later time and we Mm -hmm. can get the full you can get the full experience and we don't have to feel rushed and you can get your full full treatment my next ick is people not being honest with their medical history or their skin history so i make sure that everyone fills out a consent form and it lets me know if they have any allergies sensitivities if they're currently on any medication or if they recently had any sort of reaction to treatments they've done and I have had two people in my whole career lie about uh, the amount of time they were on Accutane so when you're on Accutane you have to wait a certain amount of time before you get an exfoliating treatment specifically a chemical peel because it can literally harm your skin when you're on Accutane you're super dry so you don't want to do a treatment like that it can cause a reaction and they wanted to lie about it because they wanted to jumpstart the progress of working on acne scars and that's just not safe it's not healthy and you honestly should not want to do that to your skin but it's only happened two times in the last six years so i think it's pretty good but that was a major ick 
Yeah, that's definitely, um, you're biting yourself in the butt by that one by lying because you're really going to damage and hurt yourself. Like, especially that happened at my other job. It did, thankfully, it didn't happen to me. It happened to the laser tech who was doing laser hair removal. And they had, and we always make sure with our clients beforehand, hey, have you been in the sun within the past, you know, week? Because you're supposed to stay out of the sun before you get lasered because that's a huge thing. You can have burns on your skin and they mm -hmm. still wanted to get their treatment done they'd been in the sun and within like seconds you can tell within a couple like um zaps their skin like blistered up oh like gosh. you don't want to mess with that like you're really biting yourself in the butt by that and you're gonna have blisters and wounds on your skin from that so don't lie yeah it can literally cause you to scar or to have very bad hyperpigmentation so just trust us don't lie about that Yes. Okay. My next icky ick is when clients getting a facial keep their eyes open. Oh I could scream. That's I so could scary. scream. Yeah. It's thankfully it doesn't happen much. It just, it really, it gives me anxiety because I feel like they're <laughs> not in, like relaxed and I'm like, I want them to have a relaxed experience. Like I just, and also I ask, like, are you like, do you feel are relaxed? You okay? <laughs> like, yeah, I will because their eyes are wide open. Do and you I'm, feel relaxed? Yeah, I literally have. I have before because I'm like, what is going on? They're just like, yeah, with their making eye contact. Oh I'm God. like, okay, clearly something's off. But yeah, I really don't like that. Just enjoy the experience. <laughs> Close your eyes. And I just don't want like product to get in your eyes mm -hmm. either. It's just for your safety. But I don't want to be like, close your dang eyes, right. please. Like, Some I don't know. Some of my clients, they do talk. I talk a lot during my, my facials and my treatments. Some of them do like to make eye contact when I talk. I don't, I don't mind that. But the only time I mind it is when you're not talking to me, but you're looking at me straight in the eyes. Awful. Like, what a yeah. bad angle, too. Like, hopefully yeah. I don't have a booger up my I nose. Know. Like, what? There was one time, and this has not happened in my suite, thankfully, but it happened a lot for some reason in the hotel spa job that I had because I remember clearly one time it was this woman, and she wasn't talking a lot to me. I actually didn't know if maybe she didn't like me because she was very quiet. But literally every time I would look at her, she was looking up at me, chin <laughs> no. up, looking at me. And sometimes it was literally a jump scare. Like yeah, I would yeah. look, I'm like, oh my that gosh. Like I, it. Yeah, because sometimes she would close her eyes and then yeah. I would like be getting a product really quick. And then it's I would like, turn. What you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even know what to say. I didn't even know what to say. I just yeah. kind of like pretended that I didn't notice. But yeah. yeah. No, Heart I mean, was I, racing. Yeah, I get it if it's like a natural, like if you're having a conversation, like your eyes like kind of open every once in a while but if it's just like intense eye contact yeah. i mean that is just not right That's don't do it you. don't do it in a facial i'll make sure you're awake <laughs> put little eye covers on them or something yeah just like you know like on dead people you need to like oh pull their eyes shut <laughs> okay my next little ick is um when people i guess this isn't client wise but i get i've had this a handful of times over my career is when I talk to older people about what I do like you know naturally an older person they're like oh so what do you do what's your career and I tell them I'm, I'm an esthetician and first you know always they're just like oh what is that and I'm like oh I do like facials and skincare and they kind of just do like that eyebrow raise like oh like pretty much like unimpressed like they don't think it's a real job like that's an, a major ick. that's like actually an ick of mine because 
you do not just have to be a teacher or a doctor or a nurse to be successful. There's so many different career paths. Do not treat me like mine isn't important or real. Mm-hmm. I actually had that written down too yeah. because that is something – I don't get it as much now, but when I did lashes, I would get that a lot. So they would always – like my clients would always ask me like, oh, like do you have another job? Like what is this just like your fun job? Like yeah. just thinking that this isn't a real job. I'm like, no, this is my main Or they job. think that like, you're paying your way through school by right. doing this. It's yeah. like, um, no, yeah. I like what I do. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But that is icky. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of an ick. It is when a client says they have to be done by a certain time. And it's more just so for me because I know the client isn't getting the full experience and fully what their skin needs. Like mm-hmm. I would really prefer if they're there for the full facial like that – I could spend the full hour or, you know, at least 45 minutes with them so I can give them the full experience. And it just stresses me out a little bit knowing I'm on a time crunch. Like I'm just constantly looking at the time. Mm -hmm. Like it just feels very rushed and like you want to be able to have that full experience with your client. So it's more just, I I honestly, I appreciate the client still showing up Mm -hmm. and not just no showing, but it just, if you can, if it would work to like reschedule so you can get the full experience, that would be great. But yeah, yeah just... definitely schedule your client or your appointments when you have the time to, because a lot of the time to, uh, it kind of depends. Like, do you think you get more lash appointments that do that or facials? Mm, that was more lash appointments. Okay. And really it's like, I can only do so much in this time. Like people think that you can still do the same quality work, like mm-hmm. in that period of time. It's like, just no, I'm not. Faster. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, and with facials and stuff, you can't do that. So, no. I mean. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's it's more worth your money if you can stay for the entire time. Because yeah. if you're cutting it short, then that means we have to cut your service short and you're just not getting your money's worth. Yeah, so, so just communicating with that, like, we'll do what we can in the time we have and mm-hmm. get you out of here on time. Yeah. My next ick is people stopping their routine as soon as they see the results. So specifically with acne clients. So not a lot of my clients have done it, but I know of people that have done it where they they notice their skin starts to clear and it looks really good and they're like, okay, I don't have to do this anymore. That is not true. The reason why your skin is clear is because you put in the work and you are using the right ingredients. So don't stop it because then you're just going to get back to where you first started. So just because your skin is doing better doesn't mean you should stop what you're doing at home. Continue using it. And skincare routine isn't just a once in a lifetime thing. You should be taking care of your skin every single day of your life. So that's a little ick of mine. Yep, definitely icky. Mm-hmm. Um, so my next one is when clients think they know, like, can tell you what to do they think that they know what you're doing and that they're like the professional in the situation thankfully it doesn't really happen much with facials it happened more with like lashes I know who um, you're talking about yeah <laughs> this happened with one person particularly but no it's more like when sometimes people getting their lashes done they pick up like on terms that we use and they think that they're a lash check now and they'll like throw it at you and think that we're gonna get so thrown off but and it's just like thinking the client knows what they're like that they're in the right like when clients would say oh I want my lashes super long because they're gonna look fuller 
Well, in reality, the shorter the lash, the more dense they're going to look. They're going to look fuller. You're going to get like the scraggly look when they're super crazy long. You're going to get more of that full eyeliner effect when they're more dense. And there's only so many times you can explain that to people and they still think they're in the right. Yeah, and it's just more damaging on your lashes to do them super crazy long and they're weigh your natural lashes down and whatever and then they pick up on a word like isolation and then they say oh just hold the isolation a little longer and I'm like that has nothing to do with the length of your lashes but okay yeah but yeah that definitely is very icky yeah very icky mm-hmm. um I think I only have one more for ix but um my other one is purchasing your skincare from Marshalls or Ross. I don't want to say that you have to spend a certain amount for skincare. I'm I'm well aware that some people don't have it in their budget to purchase maybe a more expensive brand, but please do not buy that from Marshalls or Ross because a lot of their products are expired. And that's why they're so discounted because a lot of people they're like, "Oh, I saw this brand there." And I heard it's really good. It's like, it might be good, but most of those stores, they are putting those on the shelf because they're no longer good. So it's going to do your skin more harm than good. And I don't know, just come see me for your skincare. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or at least go to like Ulta or something where they have more, a little bit better. Oh, never mind. I thought I stopped recording. I guess that's not too many icks, but... I want to kind of uh, say a little bit of ics about me, about myself as an esthetician. Roast yourself. Yeah. So an ick about myself is that I overshare with my clients sometimes, specifically new clients, but with every client. So I find myself really, I mean, I become friends with everyone that comes in um, to to my suite. And especially if I see them every couple of weeks, you know, you have to talk about something. But sometimes I overshare about my life or about anything about the day. And when they leave, sometimes I'm just like, why did I say that? Like, they didn't need to know that. But, <laughs> TMI. Yeah. But oh, I, I don't know. I think clients like it. They feel like more bonded and connected to you. So that's true. Keep oversharing, girl. I know. I mean, I feel like at, at the end of the day, they always end up sharing back or, right. you know, And I can read the room too. Like if they seem like they're uninterested, I'm like, okay, never mind. And I feel like I also only share to the people that I think that genuinely will will care. Their eyes are wide open. Yeah. (laughs) They want to hear more. Um, So my second ick about myself is that I suck at my inventory. Like I do not do a good job with keeping up. Like I've gotten better over the years, but if you're a client of mine and you're listening, I don't know how many times I've told you guys, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm out of that by next time you all have it. And then that next time comes and sometimes it, it's like on the way, but it's not delivered yet. I'm trying to be better at it. Being a business owner is hard sometimes. And I forget about things or I'll write it down and I'm like, okay, when I get home, I'm going to order this. And then I forget, mm-hmm. or maybe I'll, you know, have enough of the product, but I underestimate how many people need that product. And then I get sold out in a day and I'm just like, okay, well, I suck. So yeah, that would be hard. I'm that's one of the reasons I'm glad I'm not a business owner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to keep up with. Sometimes I wish I can just show up and have everything all set to go and not have to or- order anything, but I just chose this lifestyle, I guess. Yeah. It's not stressful though too cuz sometimes it's out of your control with like mm-hmm. shipping and yeah. delays and all that. So Well, that and you see that box in the corner over there? 
Yes. Yeah. So I ordered an, um, a specific skincare order and my clients of that, when I got it in, I didn't open it right away. I brought it into the suite and I was like, perfect. The clients that are coming in this week, they've been waiting on these products. I open it. Every single product is wrong. Like <gasps> none of that is oh, what I ordered. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Everything oh. was wrong. And so I emailed the the people. I didn't want to be rude about it, but I'm like, hey, I have some clients that, you know, we're going to pick up this morning or whatever. And nothing was right. And there wasn't even a packing slip. You know how usually they have like the product names on a paper and everything, nothing. So then she's like, okay, well, can you prove to us, like, tell us every single product that's in the box. So I had to take time out of my day, um, my busy day. Yeah. And send it to them. And then they, I was like, ooh, maybe I can keep these as a freebie. No, they want to pick it up again. So I have, oh. I mean, I guess I have to be honest with yeah. that. But yeah. uh, my next ick about myself is I've been in business for two years and I don't have a business phone. I just, I have my own personal phone and that's how I keep in contact with people. One day. Yeah. You will. I, I know. It's I fine for now. I mean. Yeah. Most people Instagram message me or Facebook message me, so I don't think it's a big deal. And my other ick is I get really sad when someone graduates, quote unquote, from my boot, boot camp. Oh my gosh, I can't even say it. Boot camp program. So my acne clients, you know, once they get clear, obviously they're not going to always have to come in every two weeks. So I get really sad. And sometimes I even cry when mm. I don't say, well, okay, I cried once when one of my clients was moving to another state. And I remember I was checking her out, like checking her out on my phone, like her last appointment. <laughs> checking <laughs> not, her out. Not like that. But I was ringing up her appointment and I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden my voice started cracking. I was like, I don't know. I'm crying. And then uh-huh. I was, yeah. And then she was, I was like, tears running down my face. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm just like, I'm just sad that you're leaving. And she gave me a hug and was comforting me. I'm like, that's <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh, that's so sad though. I know. That just shows that we do form genuine connections and it's more than just a facial. Yeah. I was very emotional, but yeah, that's That's cute. But such an ick. No, I'm just kidding. It is an ick because like, why do I have to cry about it? But I put a little sad face there. Oh. That's how I was. Um, My other ick is I forget to take before and after pictures all the time or the angles are really bad. Mm, that's me i think i'm killing it with taking pictures and i look at them and they are so <laughs> whack they know. are so whack like i don't even know i get like my client looks cross-eyed like oh i don't even God. know like how'd that even happen it's so bad that is my biggest ick too Ugh. yeah it looks like <laughs> it looks... <laughs> i'm crying it looks like I took the. We have to stop laughing. It looks like I took the picture. What? Um, maybe I shouldn't say it because I'm just keep laughing. Say it. I said I was gonna say something dumb, and it's not even that say funny. It. I was gonna say it looks like I took the picture with my dog. Oh. <laughs> oh that is so. I'm just imagining that. That is so sick. That was not that funny. That's funny. Picture with your dogs, if you didn't hear that. Dogs are your feet, for those who don't know. Yeah, it looks like I took the practice picture with my feet. Now I'm going to... 
<laughs> now I'm gonna be uh, thinking that every time I take pictures now. <laughs> oh, okay, that was not that funny, but now I want to try taking a picture with <laughs> my dogs. <laughs> not the dogs. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry guys. I think I'm gonna cut out a majority of that audio because we were just crying laughing. <laughs> But we're easily entertained over here. Yeah. Uh we think we're funny, but um another ick about myself is um I don't do my professional treatments on myself as often as I should. Yeah, I could see that sometimes mm-hmm. same for the I last mean, to treat ourselves. But. Yeah, I do like regular facials, but I haven't done my biorepeal in a while and I have my LED light therapy that I literally can just bring home with me and I do bring it home like every time I close my suite I'm like I'm gonna take this home to do it on myself and then I get too tired yeah that's the thing I'm like just exhausted to even want to do anything yeah so a lot of your ex are my ex also um I definitely have a lot of ex I just wasn't prepared for telling x about myself that could be a whole episode in itself Mm -hmm. so sorry um, i didn't prepare you yeah we'll just save that for another episode because man Mm -hmm. i got x for days you got a long list of i got a long list of (laughs) x love that i mean i don't love that for you but i mean who doesn't have x about themselves you know well i guess we can just uh end this conversation there i love that information hall and icky yeah we hope you learned something new um the first part of this episode i feel like we're very serious because Mm -hmm. we're talking about the educational informational everything but we wanted to really bring an episode where you learn a little bit besides just hearing us crack up about things that (laughs) aren't that funny But we hope you enjoyed and we will um, be doing more informational posts in the future. Uh, Thanks for listening and we will talk to you next episode. Yeah, thanks for listening. Let us know if there's something that you want us to talk about or learn and we'll talk about it. Yay. Oh, also I want to add to make sure you're wearing your sunscreen even though it's going to be fall time. I love that. Slay. Mm -hmm. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.